Friends, folks of all kinds and creeds, welcome back to Cerulea, our wild world of adventure under a multicolored sky. I'm Damien Ashcroft, Dungeon Master. Joining me at the table today, we have Elizabeth Savage. Greetings and salutations. I'm Elizabeth and I play Aloxodon, who's kind of sounding like this some of the time, when I can remember. Uh, <laughs> and she's a paladin and kind of elephant kind in of elephant. stature. Had an exciting morning. I really did. Uh, we've got Ashley Bletchenden. Hello, I'm Ashley and I play Elsie, who is currently reeling after she killed a man. So, <laughs> yeah. Let me leave you with that. He totally um, deserved it. Uh, Carolina Furman. Hello. Right, my name's Carolina, obviously. <laughs> you just said that. Um, <laughs> I play a dwarf called Mrs. Mugwort, who has spent the last episode baking 2,000 pies. It's a lot apparently. of pies. Sides of pie, unknown. Uh, all mm. kinds, you know, little ones, big ones, some Some size. as big as your head. <laughs> uh, and of course, our current guest, Ewan Laurie, is absent today. The Singing eloquent shanties. Busy with a different nerdy yes. hobby. So we're going to give his character something to do to just quickly recap where we find ourselves right now. It is mid-morning of the third day of the Great Race. You have your third clue. The final key is in the heart of your greatest foe. After a quick discussion at the breakfast table, the assembled players considered that Timothy Heartfire was the strongest lead there and a point from mitochondria that perhaps not just Timothy himself, but the heart of my greatest foe may be meaning the boyfriend of. So the initial plan was to head to the Church of Magenta across town and check the catacombs where we understand that Quincy's remains have been placed. At the same time... Mitochondria is actually due to go back and meet with some other hierarch of the church who, having had a chance to prepare, can potentially help you get to grips with the nature of this recent reincarnation and potentially get some answers from upstairs. Yeah, honestly, it's been it's the first time that I've been reincarnated. It's, it's a little <laughs> bit discombobulating. Yeah. Um, however, on the way, we got jumped by Radley and the Red Guard. He was after revenge from the crew of miscreants that you dispatched in Peter Piper's basement. He had a bit of a grudge. So he and his purple kitty cat decided to face off against you in the square with some new fancy tech, care of bits and bobs. Radley was dispatched by Elsie. Yeah, it was strong, teamwork. Um, I'm not taking all that. <laughs> Elsie yes, didn't it, do it all by herself. Um, he was already almost dead. Set him up and Elsie knocked him down with a well-placed slingshot. However, the Displacer Beast was substantially tougher. Thanks to the scroll of protection from beasts, though, you were able to hold it at bay and just kind of wail on it from the protective barrier. We need to get more scrolls now. Um, scrolls are pretty good. Mm-hmm. and Especially cinnamon. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and the aftermath of that battle, the new sort of lieutenant of the Red Guard tried to call off the feud. Mitochondria readily refused on the grounds of her sacred oath to conquer all and so he acquiesced and tried to just give you the red guard instead so uh mitochondria has tried just to recently fully accept. been an, uh, anointed by sort of several dozen red guard it's probably at least half or a little bit more elves in the red guard and plenty of halflings and orcs so that's where we're at right the red guard immediately start day drinking and getting rowdy as hell um, Actually, I'm right there with them. <laughs> it's pretty. I mean, it's a pretty good day. It's fine. I'm, I'm concerned. We're all excited. I'll have a couple of drinks, thanks. Yeah, we did. Um, 
decide off mic that uh, Ewan's character, Gub Fiddens, is going to get so thoroughly carried away, um, having already proved himself to be susceptible to the red magic in the previous fights, that um, he's going to just immediately take up with the red guard and start singing songs and chanting and head back with the main mob to... He said he was inspired um, by the story of my elevation in society. ...to write the theme song of the new Blood Lord. Um, I do want to check in with you, Elizabeth, and say, like, are you giving yourself, say, a different name? Like, you're at a point where you can potentially reveal your identity or try some, to do something else because you're there's, there's a lot of attention on you right now. Actually, I hadn't thought about that. Roll for name. <laughs> They're all happily kind of just shouting out Lord of Blood, Lord of Blood, but that's kind of the... Well, Blood Lord is just the title. Okay, know, that's the, I'll just take Lord at this um, point then. The trunked one. Uh, the trunked one. <laughs> <laughs> well, mitochondria doesn't want people knowing who she is until she at least can talk to her mother. Yeah. Because it's a family thing a, and she, she, she kind of owes to find it to out her through mother. The grapevine, yeah. That's right. That you know, What do you know? My daughter's an elephant. And has come back from the dead, but no one sought to tell me. But she's joined the Red Guard, and thanks very much for coming. <laughs> so that's Mom, her position. I was going to tell you. <laughs> it just kind of happened. Just got crazy, okay? She'll take a lot of blood, and she doesn't tell anyone to do anything other. Mm-hmm. She just accepts the title that's cool. given and not correct them in any way. Sweet. So they kind of get carried away and begin just sort of dissipating into the crowd of course um, some of them are just kind of streaking through the city to proclaim the new uh, the new order of things all right well i'm going to leave them with the orders that they have this day to yeah. party as thou wilt sick because to celebrate me is to celebrate the red guard mm-hmm. and i will see them bright and early on the morrow sweet yeah they dissipate through the city gub goes back to hq to proclaim your good deeds you know that hq building is quite near here so it's in that sort of middle city saddle on the south side. Good, because Just I'm, below I'm, the boy's house. I, yeah, I kind of don't like taking balloons anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Traumatic experiences. <laughs> then, kind of the next thing on your to-do list was to head to the Magenta Cathedral. Uh, and find Quincy Pace's grave. Sweet. We'll not uh, have you roll an encounter check uh, in this moment. <laughs> Maybe next time you move yeah, to the city. Thanks. 22 episodes later, <laughs> they are almost at the grave. Um, Having encountered everything. That's it. <laughs> so you roll up on the Magenta Cathedral in all of its magnificence. I feel kind of awkward, but shouldn't we have brought a shovel? Well, you know the catacombs are all sort of like it's the stone shelving kind of in the basement levels, so there's no excavation to be done. Ah, That's good then. As we sort of throw back to the pie shop, Mugwort, you're sort of boxing up this order. There's like half a dozen orcish couriers with trolleys just kind of taking these 2,000 pies uh, ready to go down to the docks. And, you know, say a pair of young red guard identifiable only by the sort of like red streaks painted across their chests streak down the road uh, going... The new Lord of Blood! Proclaim celebration! Woo! Get fucked up! Elephant Lord! Uh, <laughs> like, I leave I, them for ten minutes! I hear this and I'm like, oh, speaking some pies? How do you ever come the Blood Lord? Like, what the hell? <laughs> nice. So, just before Mugwort catches up with y'all, we're going to run the scene with Yo and Summer. So one of the attendants of the church is sort of waiting at the door and just kind of spots you guys and sort of waves and says, um, ah, miss, I was uh, instructed to, to, to bring you in to see the, the hierarch. I've been waiting your arrival. She's eager to perform the ceremonies of divination. All right, um, I, uh, we're, we're going to just desecrate a grave if you... Is that all um, right if we... Oh, by all means, like, explore the catacombs. Do you want to... Um, Thank you very much. Do you want to check the catacombs 
now or oh, talk it, to the high look, priestess I'm, first? I'm ready to talk to the priestess. If, if Guys, if you don't mind, like, can I meet you down there? No worries. We'll just <laughs> have a pie, maybe. Love it. Oh, could, I, could I take one? Am, 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 am I here already? I've got um, really s- you'll sort of catch up with them. A, a really crap hell right, from so the I'm last not, I'm not here right now, so yeah. I can't Once, once we part. meet, Mark what is what? <laughs> <laughs> she might have given you one for the listening. road. Um, <laughs> there's probably like a hot dog vendor out, at least. Okay. Actually, I've got to see I'd be personally offended if you bought uh, like a takeaway food that's not mine. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I've eaten nothing but pies for the past three months. Please, anything, anything <laughs> with pies, anything with pies. I don't make just pies. I only sell pies. I know yeah. how to make other it's stuff. She can make fruit pies. She can make vegetable pies. She can make meat pies, right? We've got all of the ingredients we need for a healthy yeah. environment. Like, it depends on how you, like, stretch the definition of a pie. Like, if it's a carbohydrate case mm. with a filling, I can make dumplings. Boom. You know, I can make calzone. Fried pies. Oh, Either way, Elsie wants Rubby to get a hot dog. When Elsie wants a hot dog, Elsie gets a hot yeah, dog. If voice is changing. any remnants of a hot <laughs> yeah. dog, I'll be personally... You're going like, to like eat yeah. it real quick and like can have roll a, for that. You're going to have a breath mint. Roll for hot dog. Roll for hot like, dog. Roll to hide the hot roll dog to hide. Yeah, yeah, okay. We'll come to that. Elsie grabs a hot dog, just sort of enjoys the day. You see that red zeppelin floating around above the market with the uh, unified church of light flag hanging from its banister ominously. And mitochondria enters the inner sanctum. I'm going to throw it out to the group here since we're all improvisers here. If we want to engage in some scene painting, what do you think that the inner sanctum of the magenta church looks like? How is this place decorated? Ooh, it's like the inside of a chocolate box. Ooh. Like pink, fl- like uh, wall padded walls. Yeah. I think it looks like, I think it looks like a, yeah, a hippie shop that's trying to be somber. With pink padded walls. Pink padded walls. Yeah, yeah, so it's these like big so plush walls with like these yeah. big buttons in them and yeah, like ribbons and, on the oh, ceiling. Gotcha. It's, it's got like like ribbons and things, yeah. but they're trying to like, clearly trying to go for like opulent but somber and it's kind of not really hitting the mark. So I'm picturing like, like red velvet plush walls. Yeah. And then maybe like a purple carpet. That's it. To like um, yes. like early 2000s like British home design makeover show. Yes. Uh, in my head the, the floor is like really loud. So like when you're walking across it and it's like when you wear corduroy pants and the whole time it's just <laughs> 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 everyone gets static shots and they all think yeah. it's like a religious experience um, but it's the, just the static. The whole church is like just asthma. <laughs> what does it smell like? Rose water would be rose huge water. smell. Yeah. Uh, Jasmine rose here. water. That sounds nice. Yeah. Ooh, I want to go really here. It sounds like my But if you're place. in there for too long, you get a headache, and people also think that's a religious experience. <laughs> <laughs> so Actually, I think this place would probably be overheated. It would be quite warm. It would be yeah. very warm. It's the sort, of, yeah. the sort of place that encourages one to take off later. Yes. Yeah. Um, sweet. So summer is waiting with their youthful halflings complexion and high pony. In the centre of the chamber, there's a large brass dish with burning coals. And summer sort of stands over it with a sort of tray of different crystals and powders and little herbs and dried plants and various sort of arcane accoutrements. And she sort of, yeah, nods and says, um, welcome, welcome, daughter. How, uh, uh you, wow, Okay. As she sort of notices, you're all of a sudden just covered in all of these like bloody handprints. <laughs> it's like, wow, you've had a day. I that what's, was a little bit of a party. Wow, what's <laughs> um, what's going on? Anything you want to anything you want to talk about? I'm I'm kind of still processing it, to be honest. Um, I had a, a wee temper tantrum, and mm. 
Well, basically, they offered me the the army. The the red guard. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god, that's so that's crazy. I absolutely crazy. It's, it's totally what I'm thinking. Actually, it's Wild completely crazy, but I'm going with it because I'm. I've, I've experienced quite a bit of crazy recently. <laughs> yes. One assumes you're getting pretty good at rolling with the punches there. Aye. Um, that's actually, I mean, that's kind, that's kind of exciting, right? Because, like, uh, obviously we're here at the Magenta Church. The the Red Church is kind of our, I wouldn't like, it's kind of a rivalry. They're sort of our companion on the dark side. You know what I mean? You know, um, they call us the Church of the Lover and then the Church of the Warrior, so we have our sort of... Uh, I see, it's my experience kind of that there is never love without war. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Can't have one without the other. Mm. Beautiful. So um, we're going to do a little ritual, look into the fire, maybe have a little communion with our lovely goddess. You mentioned having visions before. Look, there, have been, there have been a couple, but you know how I died and all. Yes, I well, there was a, there was a, a wee um, it was imagery. Yeah. As I was, I don't you know. Exploded. I. Yeah. Uh, and and I came back and I wasn't myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have vague recollections of conversation mm-hmm. and 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 being told I wasn't ready and mm-hmm. I had to learn something. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's it's all very kind of shady and hazy. Mm-hmm. That's yes. It is um, something within the realm of the gods that they are are under no compulsion to share their machinations, even with we who speak for them in this world. Well, between me and you, me, that could be a little bit more fucking direct. <laughs> um, it's been my experience that they have these sort of. They honestly have very simple desires, and it's really the individual followers who put the oh, we complicate the intent the problem, yeah. and color into the um actual execution of those desires you know free will and all that um, i could do less of that personally. Uh, so uh all right let's begin please um get comfortable um, um do, is that what i do is um, um I, again whatever's um, good for you you know whatever right, whatever well, loosens you up and clears your own mind all right i might, I might stay away from um, um then <laughs> so i'm gonna put on like a cd of like whale sounds <laughs> <laughs> So like yeah, Tibetan singing drum. <laughs> I really relax at this. Uh, she throws like a handful of powder into the brazier, and it erupts into just like bright magenta flames. And they sort of they waft of heat and the scent of roses Diagon washes Alley. over you. Sorry. I was literally just about to make a flu powder joke, but I was like, oh wait till demon finishes. Um, and uh, yeah, you sort of look into this fire, and you sort of get sort of drawn further and further in. Summer sort of sits down themselves and begins chanting in this sort of ancient gibberish language, and you slowly drift into the fire as it takes up your entire awareness. So we're going to cast the commune spell. This is a fifth order cleric spell, which allows you to talk to a deity and receive a true yes or no answer to three questions. Oh, I wish I'd prepared. <laughs> I wish for I'd this. thought about this. <laughs> I wish I'd done my um, homework. Well, Question but, number one: Can you explain the ending of Lost? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Some things are beyond even the gods. <laughs> so I want to throw Elizabeth in the deep in end. the mode here because <laughs> as you sort of lose yourself to that fire, you have that moment, you know, dream where you sort of like feel like you're falling for a minute and then just sort of shake into that expansive, wide, light, pink-tinged realm, and a figure appears in front of you. And I want to get some insight onto what mitochondria's vision of the magenta 
God looks like. And my pitch to you, Elizabeth, is what does dragon Aphrodite look like as you behold them? He's thick. <laughs> um, beautiful rainbow shimmering scales with a massive mohawk. I yeah, thought these you scales. were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> Mohawk between giant horns. Yes. Um, we'll leave the, the other appendages alone, shall we? After dark. <laughs> leave something to the imagination. Um, absolutely buff to the nines, mm. like the beautiful sculpted muscle of someone who spends their entire life wondering how they look. And, uh, of course, an aura of love yeah. and violence as well. Yes. Um, this, yeah, figure of passion appears in your awareness. You can sort of hear the chanting of Summer kind of in the back of your mind as she sort of holds concentration on this spell. Um, what would you like to ask it? Um, oh, well, firstly, it's, it's very nice to meet you. Um, I'm a big fan. Uh, and I was, um... <laughs> this is huge waft Can I have your of, autograph? Huge waft <laughs> of, like, deep magenta smoke. Long time fan, first time caller. Uh, um, Waffs around you. <laughs> can I protect my family? There is, again, that giant waft of uh, magenta smoke around you as it breathes out. Yeah. All right. My second question is, was I supposed to change? And am I supposed to dominate this world? You can see the god sort of stops for a second. No. Thank God for that. (laughs) I mean, I mean, thank Dragon for that. Because honestly, I mean, my temper can get the worst of me. Um, At this point, you do get additional clarity as it sort of speaks in all of the voices that you know. Um, You can sort of hear the deep baritone of your father. You can hear the sort of calm, dulcet of summer, um, even shades of your friends. It breathes in again and says to you in this magnificent voice, uh, fuck, I forgot the line is that as soon as I set it up. <laughs> fuck you. Um, this magnificent boy, he goes, not meant. Fuck. fuck. <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> um, ah, it says, Your destiny is entirely your own, but know this love conquers all. Wow. And it flaps its wings one time, the entire bed of magenta powder settle around you as its brin breathing just erupts um, and you wake up staring at the ceiling of this chamber. Guys, I think I figured it out. Mm. Harry was the final Horcrux all along. Spoilers! (laughs) Um, What a topical (laughs) joke. Um, Summer is just like sweating, um, looks quite exhausted but quite satisfied at the same time. Got a bit of an afterglow about about themselves actually. Um, as they sort of, um, yeah, grab a cool cloth from a little bowl of water and mm. dab their head and go, um, wow, how you feeling? A little bit disappointed, to be honest. It would have been nice to get a little bit more clarity. I mean, I ask the way the gods, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, the lovers just like, they're not very prescriptive, you know? 
it's all yeah, about your own, they're all your about own you know the, 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 you've got your own path and you can can forge your own way hmm. and yet I didn't see me selecting <laughs> that elephant out of the template box. Um, did, really? Hey. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so, like, I've done a bit. I did a bit of reading myself. People coming back, like, revenant spirits are a thing. It's not sort of, like, crazy common, but definitely those people who have, you know, innate magical power and especially people with, like, unfinished business and broken ties and broken promises, you know, these things can carry on through the afterlife. Um this form change is definitely like quite baffling. It's not unusual for people to come back different, but but without a trunk, without it, yeah, the, the trunk is new. Um, <laughs> Unusual. <laughs> there's nothing yet yeah, within the magenta like scripture that sort of suggests this form like means anything. Um, well, I did like there was a great story about an elephant and a mouse. Um, don't mention the freaking <laughs> mice. Uh, was it, I don't know if there were any sort of like rodential connections there with any sort of residual oh, yeah, tensions. Something making sense now. Um, but usually, yeah, when somebody comes back like this, there's some sort of closure that's missing. And sometimes when that closure is met, that being dissipates or moves on or becomes something else again. Oh, great. Um, All right. Well, I want wings next time. Just put an order in, will you? <laughs> I will make a note. Thank you. All right. You still haven't talked to your mum yet, have you? No. All right. Well. Keep your mouth. And look, hey. Thank I you. I am here to support you, right? All right. She said, I guess, still sort of on the ground, so she can actually like, put her hands on your shoulders <laughs> and look straight <laughs> in your face and goes like, you got this. Hey, thank you. And. I'm going to go and try and win my mom's home back now. Um, That's like. The dramatic irony just in that alone is just so good. I love it. I'm mm. um, living for this drama. Uh, cool. You leave the inner sanctum. Um, sort of lunchtime approaches Mugwort. You arrive at the bottom of the church. Um, Elsie, would you like to roll a sleight of hand check to sure. disguise the hot dog? <laughs> 16. Mugwort, you you've got a <laughs> uh, perception check from Mrs. Mugwort oh, to arrive. Oh, no. Okay, so just roll a d20. Yeah. It's a 16 plus 3, 19. I know this. Scarping down this broadwurst. It was just got like a little bit of mustard. What's that? I don't. I don't say anything. But I like. I you look know. at you. I take like a little handkerchief out of my pocket and like wipe the mustard away. Oh. And you know that I know. <laughs> but I don't say anything, and oh. that's worse. But I was hungry. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, should have you should have packed uh, some pies before yeah. you left. You notice like the halfling hot dog vendor as soon as you enter the square is just like yeah, just backing up for the day. <laughs> just moves along to another street corner. Just like packs up a little shit. Got a little hot dog cart. It's just like get the fuck out. Changes of here. the sign. It says something else. It's like books. <laughs> books. It's got a little shelf underneath the hot dog water. Uh, so you all arrive. Tobias is kind of tending the altar and mitochondria returns from the inner sanctum and we find Hi ourselves guys. together again. All right, well, that was deep. Let's, um, can we smash something? Can you fill me in? I've, I've spent the whole oh, day true. baking pies and you're covered in, in blood and I heard something about mitochondria, like the, an elephant being the new blood yeah. lord. It's, it's a long story. But um, short, we had a fight. Yeah. <laughs> How soon after you left my shop did you have this fight? Oh, pretty soon. Ten minutes. Yeah, 20 minutes. Not very long. 
half hour maybe the traffic on the train was a bit uh, yeah heavy. that's true good point good point uh, random onlooker this <laughs> <laughs> is one guy's been stalking you taking notes the whole yeah. time <laughs> the media thank yeah. you omniscient voice of God <laughs> your voice but it's like one two just <laughs> counting the seconds so you are uh... yeah well now I'm leading the red guard it's um it's a new promotion I'm still oh, getting used to it where's Gob oh uh, um he got really happy and he wanted to write a, like an epic thing. A song, like an epic song, right? Yeah, it's something about, about the story of a... Does that mean I won't have to figuratively see his nipples until the next session? Or, metaf- <laughs> or metaphorically. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we're going to be nipple free for the entire episode. That's pretty good. It's been I a know. while. Yeah. Mm. And you'll be able to save some oil, like for cooking and stuff. I haven't been giving him that oil. He's <laughs> got satchels of it. He just makes it. Wow. I don't Naturally. know where he gets it from. He always knows where to find it. Uh, sweet. So, uh, yeah, Tobias. So desecrate a crave already. There. He says, yes. Um, Samuel said you guys wanted to check out the catacombs. I'd be happy to uh, guide you down I, there. Um, I passed Tobias my bag to carry. Indeed. He's actually quite chuffed. He's like, all right. Sort of like just kind of doing the math in his head. It's like, what am I in the rankings now? Third, fourth? Mm. He's pretty Second high up. Deep. He's got a really good son. He's like, he's he's like, if he's not number one, he's like close. Yeah, nice. Uh, cool. So he takes you down to the catacombs, a little side door that leads down into the sort of the basement of this church that descends almost through the depths of the middle ring, close even to the lower city. Like it's there's a lot going on here. Um, this is a long-standing church. There's a couple of centuries of history and you know families and people who have been interred in these areas who don't get like sort of set out on the lakes and he leads you through the main wings and there's like this kind of dedicated wing which is like just the heart fire hangers on who aren't in the mm-hmm. the specific family crypt you know you've got your own sponsored wing the lesser than um and he takes you to this large area where there's just stacks and stacks and stacks of these very small shelves where the household servants would have been put over the years and he goes is it um, uncomfortably full it is remarkably empty. Oh. He sort of arrives and goes, hey, hang on. Uh, the air here has been quite musty in the tombs up until this point. Here you notice, especially with your elephant's sort of trunk and your good perception mitochondria, the air gets actually kind of a bit fresher but also damper. And there's like on the ground all sorts of like little bones have been strewn about and you start noticing that, yeah, shelves are just have been cleared out of remains. Hmm. He sort of leads you through. Wait, that was my auntie Flo. Where's my auntie <laughs> yeah. Flo gone? Um, I will say it's only the kobold remains oh, okay. that have been taken. Okay. Dragonborn <laughs> remains and sort of other people have been left entirely. It's the kobold shelves that have been cleared. He takes you to... So my auntie's fine been. then? Auntie's fine. Okay. Um, there might be a little... Where she there was. might be a little poop on the shelf. <laughs> um, yeah. Why poop? Just a little, little fresh kobold turd on the... Dragonborn grave, and he takes you to what should be Quincy's grave and gets a little sort of light out, and there's a little scrap of parchment down where Quincy's remains should be. All right, well, well first I'd like to try and uh, sort of check in case there's any more traps around here, because <laughs> honestly, I'm getting sick of these cobalt crap. Uh, uh, um, go ahead and make some checks with investigate if you'd like. Can I use like. Um, stone cutting? You can definitely go for some stone cutting on this. What's that, that to you? Yeah, just get advantage, because so, I'm, I'm a dwarf. Uh, intelligence oh, yeah. checks with investigation. 19. Nice. My first roll was a um, 13 with investigation, and my second is... A 13 with investigation. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Sick. Uh, mitochondria, you're sort of 
sniffing around and checking the immediate area. You don't notice any sort of trip wires or random triggers. You're sort of checking the roof for loose rubble. It seems like there's no mysterious rugs on the floor. I'm just going to step looking at it. It's like we're crazy people. He's not going on. He's like, well, obviously the fucking graves just got robbed. Like something is up. Why are you bringing funny Tobias? Are you a trap? He just explodes. Tobias, what happens? My son, my child. Um, All right, well, we'll pick up the scroll then, shall um, I? Yeah, you. Can I, can I try to read it? If you if you like so. I don't know what language it's in, uh, but... Do we still have that fancy... Cobalt crap fancy everywhere? Lens. The, the fancy lens thing. Can you put the lens over the thingy? Um, so, on a 19 mitochondria, you also notice um, you kind of are able to follow the scent of the changed air and find a place where this catacomb has been tunnelled into from the lower city. Um, the piece of parchment, there are some scrawlings in Eldritch Arcane script, the same script that you are reading from Timothy's diary. And you're able to read it. This appears to be a map of some kind. It appears to be a map of some kind. Well done, well Elsie. <laughs> oh, this is defo a trap. Um, Let's go to the X. <laughs> Uh, I want to run this as a skill challenge, just to sort of put some structure on it, because improv, I don't necessarily... I'll give you the puzzles, I won't necessarily tell you how to answer them, because I don't know. <laughs> don't give Why would away I think the that clues. far ahead? Um, give it away to the audience. Job. So, again, the way the skill challenge works is that you sort of pick an ability check that you reckon applies. Again, it's entirely up to you as players how you choose to creatively apply this skill to the task at hand sort of avenues that you can explore here are obviously deciphering the map and of course making your way to wherever it is that the map is telling you to go i will say just off of the bat you're able to discern you're able to sort of maybe even use the lens to help you translate the words on the scroll that it is leading you somewhere deeper into the under city um i would like to try and figure out where it is using um a history check god damn it i wanted to use history Uh well well, what's your advantage i've got plus one uh three Oh, will you do it? All right. Love it. Go ahead and make a history check. So the DCs are 12, and we want to hit three successes before we hit three failures. Oh, ouch. Okay, so I've got a natural two. two. So I've got five. (laughs) (laughs) We'll obviously still get there, but the failure is going to just result in a misnavigation of some kind from mitochondria as you're sort of leading them through the passages. You think, I know I where I'm like going. This is a left, right? And you just like hit this sewer grate that just completely falls out from under you. Okay. Go ahead and make a saving throw with dexterity, please, mitochondria. All right, I'm not using this dice anymore. It obviously hates me. I got a two again. Oh dear. Uh-oh. Um, you're gonna take five points of damage as you sort of just fall into a hole, unfortunately. Just mitochondria. Um, But she will need some minor rescuing, just slightly out of sequence. I can throw a rope down. Yeah. So, Elsie, if you want to make a sleight of hand check for your rope, maybe mitochondria if you want to make an athletics check to just rescue yourself here. 16, that's better. Nice. Uh, 23. Cool. Uh, You managed to save mitochondria and get yourselves (laughs) back on track without causing any more damage to the group. Thank you, Elsie. Uh, Sorry about that. I don't know what got over me. Uh, I was sure I was going the right direction. (laughs) Under you was a hole. On top of me. Now now that you've sort of read the directions wrong, you're like, oh, okay, I see. You flip the map upside down. You're like, right, we're good. (laughs) I'm so used to using GPS. 
Uh, what's the next avenue? I'd like to roll with stone, stone cunning. Um, okay, so the history has been used, but have you got something else you'd like to try to whip up in? Uh, I will say, like, again, any skill can be used as long as you can just try to justify it in. You can even introduce um, elements to I, the narrative can here. Can I use nature? Yeah. How, how are you using nature? Um, so in my youth, I did a study of underground animals like moles, <laughs> seeing if they'd be versatile in pies or not. Um, but because I did a lot of like, is delicious. it's not great. <laughs> so I did a lot of like hunting for moles and things to for my pies, and so I kind of know the underground area, yeah. beca- kind of because of that. Next time I suggest mushrooms. <laughs> Just tenuous. No, I buy my mushrooms out of town. Oh, okay. The mushrooms in 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 Cerulea are garbage. <laughs> <laughs> not good mushrooms. <laughs> mushrooms. That's why I got the guy. <laughs> uh, all right, go ahead and make your nature check. 18 plus 3. Ooh, nice. Okay, you can roll yeah. the dice. That's a good one. Um, absolutely. Yeah, you managed to yeah, spot the movements of certain kind of underground creatures and sort of lead yourself to sort of fresh water sources. Uh, there's probably like a little animal clue on the map there, you know, sort of referencing um, movements of certain animals or nests or something like that and kind of find a few useful markers to get you deeper into the sewer area. I just like like, re- like lean down and pick yeah. up mole droppings and like sniff them and put a little bit in my mouth like... <laughs> An eastern grey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you sort of sense yourself heading not just deeper, but also sort of further into the middle middle city instead of on the north side. He's got the next pitch. Me, I think. Elsie yeah. um, notes a passerby and she uses her persuasion skills to get them to, like, I don't know, give them clues on how to get there faster or any tips um cool yeah there's a little sort of i say little an orc but like quite a short orc just sort of short orc working in the just like kind of maintenance guy just like in the deep sewer just checking excuse me um, uh we have to follow this map can you can you can you help us please it would be so kind you seem like a good map reading sort of guy i can just tell Um, by the look of you but your eyelids (laughs) but your eyelids you sort of uh she sort of stops you for a second like hang on hang on i know i've got like the big gruff face but you know on the inside i know you're softy aren't you absolutely can i call Um, you (laughs) orky well actually it's arky Oh, I love yeah. it. Even better. In it. Uh, what, you need help? Yeah, go ahead and make a persuasion check to see if you can get this person to... Imagine if you ask someone you in real life, like, do you need help? Roll a dice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 17 plus 6. Bow, bow. Big moves. 23. Yeah, you absolutely charm the pants off this orc, and she goes, yeah, look, actually, I shouldn't tell you this, but there's a place a little further down which we all aren't supposed to go to, like... Back when uh, the whole fucking kerfuffle with the uh, Violet Monk in the stadium happened, uh, some stuff got kind of moved around, certain passages got sealed off, and there is a little spot down there where uh, like all the maintenance shafts have been diverted out away from. Ah, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. And, you know, don't worry because... I'm the saviour of the city, so it's okay if I go. Oh, right. So oh, don't worry. Oh, we just, like, just met Elsie. Fuck yeah. All right. Um... Sick. You are one success from sealing the deal. What's next? So what have we used so right, far? Well, I used think I'll, I can use my action, history, yeah. nature. Yeah, I'll use my I've got section. stealth, but it, that might be useful if we're going to the secret area. That's true. Um, Plus five stealth. Oh, yeah, I think maybe you should use Should I do it? Yeah. 
Ah, uh, 19 plus 5, 24. Oh, I don't even exist. Elsie's like, Elsie's like, where did you go, Elsie? Why? You can't see me. I'm so stealthy. on that ghost costume, just completely becomes yeah, invisible. Yeah. Love it. Dresses up as a wall. Be <laughs> <laughs> the wall. Um, you guys go to the sectioned off area that the orc has given you, that Archie showed you to, and there's a sort of little sort of small passage that Elsie reckons she can climb up and kind of have a scout through. So, Elsie, you die hard your way through Elsie, this little... Spider uh, Elsie, does whatever a spider Elsie does. Oh. <laughs> um, She's so stealthy like a cat. Meow. There she goes. You um, can't see her. She's stealthy. I'm going to have a ask you for a perception check as well, Elsie. We're out of the skill challenge. 19 plus 5. That's a good dice. That's this is kicking this ass. One. Yeah, Sweet. Okay, you see everything. You find... I see the colours! <laughs> um, a secret dungeon. You can see beyond the... Vis- the f- I see the yeah. smells. <laughs> you can um, see yeah. beyond the, uh, the the fantasy that Damien has created. Ooh. And for a second you can see... I see myself. <laughs> you see yourself. I see Ashley. I'm like... Ah! <laughs> you see oh God, like, What nerds. the fuck? <laughs> so, Elsie, you're ninjuring through... Yeah. This little secret passage. You poke your head out. Down the corridor, you see a few little fairy lamps. A pair of burly-looking orcs in armor standing in front of a big, very secure-looking door. I'm by myself, right? Yeah, the others are sort of a bit behind you. Mugwort could probably have a go at squeezing through this space, but um, you reckon you could get to... You can get into where this corridor is. This is just, just a nice little sneaky vantage point for you right now. Um, you are sort of checking these orcs out. There's this obvious scary door that they're guarding. You hear the sound of booted feet echoing and a figure appears in the fairy light. Elven height, long greyish hair, dark midnight blue robes on and a scar crescent-shaped running from their left eye to the corner of is their mouth. Is this a man? This is an elderly elven lady. As Gwyneth approaches these guards, says, Right, Credence, how is the prisoner? He says, mad as always, lady. Um, is his last name Clearwater Revival? <laughs> yes. He turns to the other and says, um, There's a bad moon on the rising. <laughs> there's a bad moon rising. No, there's no moon. Stop talking about the moon. It's a myth. <laughs> Um, and she says, yes, I'm going to go in and have a few words. Um, and they go, all right, yeah. Uh, open this big iron door. She steps inside. Elsie on a, what, 19 on the die, and you would have added had a perception a, to that to get. Yeah, so 24. On a 24, you notice Everything. obvious <laughs> Gwyneth, obvious orc guards, big scary door. In another little ventilated alcove down the corridor, oh, I see a you spot... Alcove. A little kobold face, their eyes gleaming, sort of peering into the corridor at the same time. They have not noticed you. You think that there's a sort of more obvious way to get into this corridor, um, but it's going to be hard to avoid detection doing that. Mm-hmm. By contraire, Mugwort, I've seen a crazy thing. All right. I saw Gwyneth. You know the lady with the crescent thing that's in cahoots with... I've forgotten now. Currently, what? she's apparently in cahoots with Timothy and with Thick Boy. She's in cahoots with everyone. She's the Kahuta. She's the Kahuta. Well, let's call her the Kahuta from the now on. <laughs> All right, the Kahuta. And they're guiding the guy. The orcs are guarding a door. All right, crazy door and a prisoner. There's a prisoner. Oh. All right, I also so- saw another cobalt 
who's also looking in this passageway, so we should get there before he does. Oh, we hate the, we, we, I'm not a fan of the kobolds, to be honest. Uh, I reckon we should try and sneak in and see who this prisoner is, because anyone... Oh, I'm, and like I sigh in character, and like, <laughs> it's not just me sighing, it's not Carolina's, it's Mugwort. I, I One bet, and the same. I, yeah. I bet you it's Timothy. I think if we go up this way, we'll be able to get in. Okay. Uh, okay, Elsie, you lead them through passage and find sort of access to that main corridor you see the glow of those fairy lights up ahead go ahead and please do make stealth checks as a group 24 again <laughs> stealthy is healthy lz 11 i'm looking for stealth there it is okay dirty dirty 20 whoa unfortunately <laughs> i rolled a couple of perception checks for the guards one of them rolled a four the other one rolled an 18 giving uh, him a 20 poopy uh, so you guys enter the corridor. Uh, one of the guards whips their head around and goes, Oh, halt! Who goes there? This is uh, restricted access only. As he beholds Mugwort and Mitochondria as your heads peer around the side of the corridor. I want to try and fake it out and pretend I'm like some kind of like tunnel inspector. <laughs> I was thinking that, <laughs> like, or like I, a prison inspector like or something. We are allowed to be here. We are investigating the... I'm going to lean into my mole thing from earlier because I've got knowledge <laughs> about that. Like we are investigating the mole outbreak, the uh, the the what's that thing when a bunch of animals go from one place to another place for the season? Migration, the migration yeah, yeah. of the of the eastern grey mole. Mm. I think Elsie's going to change her voice, and be like, "Yeah, it is right, sir. That's what we have to do. You know, it's just our job." Yeah, <laughs> so I'd like to like. Yeah. The side. I'd like to like use pers- persuasion to persuade this guy that we're <laughs> mole um, scientists. Mole. Unfortunately, this is gonna have to be a deception check. Um, oh. But I will tell you, what, I'll let Elsie at least give you the help action, or somebody give you the help action, so you can Ooh, roll can with I advantage. That? That's fun. Yeah. As the sort of again, you're all sort of working together to try to make this story work, and you're yeah. filling in the holes when they ask this question or that. Elsie pulls out like a hat of a mole inspector. <laughs> she just happens to have that. Uh, so okay. go ahead and roll right. deception with advantage. Four. Nine. Oh. Plus one ten. Um, one of them again, the one who didn't notice you before, so he goes. Oh, fucking moles got in my basement last week. You, yeah, you get him, you get him. And the other one, just clearly, just the smart one of the pair, just punches him in the arm <laughs> and goes, "Damn it, credence! This is not the fucking mole inspector. It's goddamn Mrs. Mugwort, you idiot." <laughs> well, of course I'm Mrs. Mugwort. I have a side job. Ever since I was turned into a rat person, like, oh yeah, she's been no a rat one person buys my pies like, anymore. Um, everyone needs a side hustle. Can everyone you roll again? A side he gives you a sort of sly look, and it's like <laughs> I would have thought it was only a matter of time before the. Uh, can I? Can I use? Rats the can I roll again way and try here. intimidation um, to be like? I have a side hustle. Get fucked. Go ahead and take, make Don't an judge me. Just a flat roll. 15. Nice. 15 at least kind of sets these guys back. They're not necessarily going to try to yeah, I'm fight you or like anything. Like, real, hey, hey, I'm getting like real mad. Um, I'm like, I was having a normal life and yeah. then it was an orb and now I'm a rat person and no one will buy my my, my pies anymore. And now I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm poor. I'm living hand to mouth and I have to get this second. I just kept keep yeah, going yeah. on and on. Um, like, nice. I barely pause for breath. <laughs> Uh, they both kind of like, yeah, again, sort of nervously got their hands on axes at their belts um, and just kind of like giving each other a sort of nervous side eye. Um, I'm trying to make them feel bad. I'm trying to like guilt them. Uh, perception checks. Just with the perception. Mugwort, you can roll as well, but I'll give you disadvantage for being in the fits of hysteria. 15. Nice. Six. 
Uh, 10, 11, 12. Cool. Nobody sees from where, but there is a series of sort of clicks and twangs. All of a sudden, these two orcs are filled with arrows. Like a dozen from all directions. That looks uncomfortable. (laughs) Can I, like, hit the deck, but, like... (laughs) Like with like Elsie underneath, so I just scored her <laughs> the way down. Like, I'll jump on Elsie. Um, everybody, please roll for initiative. Uh, another fight. <laughs> I'm just this a simple mauling <laughs> specter. This has got really violent recently. Have you noticed? Fifteen. Twelve. I got an eighteen. So fifteen. I'm also fifteen. Right on. So mitochondria, you are first to act as. Arrows fill these orcs. They both hit the wall and then just do that sort of slow sh- so drop to the, the ground. Corridor now, right? um, you're in, in the, the corridor. Oh, in the corridor. Um, it's kind of a wide sort of, um, sort of T intersection. Gotcha. Um, and and the arrows came from above. Arrows came from sort of like above and around. And, stuff. Oh, um, okay. and there are a bunch of hoots and hollers as uh, many kobolds appear in the sort of little vents in the roofs. They're little sort of reptilian eyes glowing in the torchlight. Going, yep, 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 yep. I really, I really don't like kobolds. <laughs> Why they have um, to be kobolds? <laughs> yeah, um, half of them are appearing sort of at ground level, and the other half are sort of in the in the roof area. Um, although, in with your size and in these tight confines, you can kind of you can get to you can hit somebody who's hiding in a in a vent. All right, well, I'm going to keep my hand on the javelin. I'm not going to throw it, but I'm going to yeah. poke it through one of the holes that they're looking their stupid eyes through. <laughs> um, he'll just make a make a javelin attack as if it were a spear. So we've completely given up on the lie of mole inspectors. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't think anyone's convinced at this point, Mrs. Mugwort, if that's all right. I, I think maybe just battle is is the way to go. Are the orcs dead? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Probably dead. Okay. Probably dead. Oh, it bounces. Oh, a natural 20. Ooh. So I got them. 11. You just sort of reach up with a javelin, just poke it straight through this kobold's head. <laughs> And you have now kobold kebab. Excellent. <laughs> I mean, uh, you thought about branching ah. out in your pies? Um, yeah. This is actually, I'm going to... Um, kobold pie? Allow... That's um, disgusting. <laughs> there's a thing we have called cleave rules. It's sort of an optional rule for when you're fighting weaves with lots of low hit points, um, wherein excess damage that you deal can follow on to lesser minions nearby. So you fully skewer two kobolds at once. Excellent. Let's see, I've got enough uh, for pies here. <laughs> there's plenty of pies to um, go around. Um, By the contrary, I don't make pies out of anything with an IQ. Elsie, you are next. Okay. Does that mean they have to take a test? Yeah, scream and go, Ah! The elephant has initiated combat! She struck first! She struck first! Can I, um... Bloody well didn't! We didn't shoot you first, lol! What a, <laughs> we um, shot the guys you were trying to get past! <laughs> what are kobolds scared of? Um, what are kobolds scared of? Often, like, you know, big things and... I mean, for, for a while they were scared of Dragonborn until they revolted gloriously. Yeah. But they're all, they're small and sort of naturally cowardly, so anything sort of with a lot of teeth and claws will pretty much do it. Can I, um, create a minor illusion? Yeah. I just want to create a really scary sound. Hell yeah. Um, like big roar or like something. Love it. Um, I think you can even like have it coming from further down the corridor. Yeah, like it's on its way. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, sick. Go ahead and make a deception check uh, against these kobolds. Oh no. Two plus four, six. Ooh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you set it's this like, roar down from the <laughs> <laughs> I turn around and go. It's scary for yeah. other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> 
and they go, oh, don't no. trust the magical warlock. Don't trust the betrayer. Don't trust her. She betrays us. Oh. Cool. They all. I didn't know. Yeah. Were, were, were they talking about you? Did I, did I betray was. them? Yeah. What, what have um, you done? She was part of Timothy's gang. Briefly. Uh, Mugwort. Oh. All right. So, <laughs> sort of. You joined Timothy's gang? No, it told me anything. I was kind of like in between for a while, was I? I didn't really yeah. do anything. I just sort of accidentally got kidnapped into I it. I want my yeah. turn. <laughs> okay. You do something more Good useful then. All right. So, I'd like to use my bonus action yeah. to give mitochondria a chunky salmon pie. Thank um, you very much. So, for one minute, the target adds 1d4 to all damage rolls and ability checks made using strength. I think it makes sense to give it to the most powerful person. Um, I would like to make eye contact with the kobolds that are closest to me and use intimidation and be like, Does your mother know you're here? We literally have a huge elephant here who just killed two of your people. I mean, there's lots of you, but you have the the strength of a mouse. We will no longer be subjugated by the large. Make your roll. Like what? (laughs) Make your roll. Uh, six plus three, nine. We will no longer be subjugated by the large. <laughs> Too often have the large mighty uh, put us down, but now we are glorious in our united nature. Yeah, but maybe they keep putting you down because you have the intelligence of a fucking rock. <gasps> it might not be your physical this size. This is Hogwarts sword. Did you hear that, Elsie? We got that. We got sticks and stones, sticks and stones, sticks and stones. We're going to put them in your fucking eyes. <laughs> jump out of the roofs and surround you. Um... The kobolds are going to sort of yeah, jump into the corridor and um, surround. Gosh. So, um, four kobolds, uh, so six kobolds kind of close around you and sort of come up with little shitty spears. The others are sort of like ready with uh, little short bows in the in the roof area. And one of them who sort of seems to be the one speaking, um, it's hard to delineate leaders from unleaders, uh, and goes, the final key in the heart of our greatest foe. And he sort of turns his spear towards Elsie. And goes, she, class traitor, slayer of Timothy, the bringer down of our glorious oh, yeah, revolution. I did kill him, didn't I? <laughs> um, Give when, us your when, heart and we'll let you live. When this started, I kind of like flumped on top of Elsie. Yeah. So is she like kind of still a bit behind this me? This is sort of like you're covering her, but she's still accessible. They're still just pointing. They're not necessarily attacking yet. They all seem to sort of hold ready actions to like begin fighting if anyone tries violence. Um, but that is the command. It's give us your heart or woo and we'll let you live. Uh, but my heart, it does not lie inside me. It lies inside my tower. You got a tower? Fuck, this bitch is getting everything. <laughs> <laughs> Should I, be our tower. I definitely thought you were going to say Archibald. So did I. <laughs> I thought uh, it oh, made more sure. sense. Squeak, squeak. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're, like, yeah. you're just like. I have a tower. I do have. I live in the tower. Um, the abandoned tower. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Bring um, back. That's a circle back for you. <laughs> so Archibald's in a cage at the tower. Um, oh, he's wrong. He's free. He's a gentleman mouse. <laughs> he's a gentleman mouse. Um, or maybe his Archibald's might be in my bag right now. I feel now. like we keep forgetting about Archibald. I always do. I was thinking that before. You move you like a little note card. It just says you have a mouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't talk to it, so it's like less useful. Um, soon. Soon. Yeah. Um. They sort of pause quizzically. My heart's in the tower. They're sort of not sure what to make for it. Um, I'll let everyone make an insight check in this moment <laughs> just to sort of get 20. a read on what these kobolds are all about. Natural 20. Nice. Um, uh, 16 plus 3, nice. 19. 16. Cool. Uh, everyone sort of clocks these kobolds. 
clearly organized, clearly have a plan. But when, especially when they asked Elsie for her heart, you got the idea that they've got as much idea about the clues as you guys do, which is not very much. They're sort <laughs> of just like they've identified the likely target, but have truly no idea what they're actually trying to get. Was it the heart of your greatest foe? Yeah. All right. So cool. Myada Condra is as next in the order. As embarrassing as this is, you little rapscallion, horrible creatures, you. I really don't like you. I really, really want to kill you. And um, unfortunately, I do have to now. But if you run away, I'll try my hardest not to chase you because I know you're just trying to solve a mystery as well. Again, subjugation, not having it anymore. Hey, but... All right, well, (sighs) since I've got no spell slots, I can't cast command. (laughs) I'm going to have to just squish him. I'm sorry about the bloodshed, people, but it's it's no longer in my hands. And so out comes the bludgeoning device. 17. 17 absolutely hits. Excellent. And a d- 7. You swing wide, slay one of the kobolds. Of course, plus the 1d4 to damage. From the pies. That's a 4. Excellent. Cool. Bring you up to 11, giving you a clean double kill. Excellent. <laughs> you slash through another two, pulping them. Um... Elsie. Can I short sword them? Absolutely. So 23. 23 super hits. Oh, six. Cool. Six slices into one kobold and it goes down. Um, so half of the ones who are like on the ground with you are now soon. Uh, Mugwort, what are you doing? I'm going to use my fry pen and like be like, well, you, you, you're trying to, to take the heart of someone that I love, so you're going to get a fry pen to the face. I'm sorry. Nice. That's how it is. Two. <laughs> uh, Ooh. Okay. I uh, didn't forget to make their ready to act attacks when uh, mitochondria started swinging. Um, so mitochondria, I've got to hit you. Uh, the twelve is going to miss, but the two eighteens and the twenty-three probably get you right. The two eighteens and the twenty-three is going to hit me. Yes. You take. 20 damage <gasps> as these kobolds just fucking lay in little shitty spears, get in under the knees into the armpits as you cleave these two and then Mugwort cleaves the rest. You give back as good as you get um, and the bows attack as well. Like two more on the ground for Mugwort. You're, does a 14 hit you, Mugwort? It's my armor class, yeah. That is 23 as well to hit. So 11 for you, Mugwort. Shitty little kobold. Not and fair. then the... Archers are actually all going to try and shoot at Elsie. She's covered by Mrs. Mugwort, meaning you have uh, a little extra armor class right now. Uh, there's two nat 20s. Oh, But the shit. Uh, 9 and the 8 will both kind of only come to 13 and 12 and miss you, right? So Elsie gets 15 damage. Oh, Elsie almost dead. Do I, do I take any of that damage for her? Uh, no. <laughs> the two, there's twos to sort of crisscross. Wait, 15 then, damage. Elsie gets zero. Okay. Two arrows hit you like you sort of... <laughs> Because, of course, you've come out from Mugwort to a sort of attack, and as no. you sort of come out, thunk, thunk. Um, oh, no. Nice. Elsie goes down. Um, is it my turn? <laughs> um, it is Mitochondria's turn next. Can I lay hands on both of us at the same time? I've uh, got two you hands. You have to pick to one target. Okay. You can't, like, split targets at the same time. All right. I'll lay hands on Elsie. Uh, in the bank, how much are you giving her? Five. Nice. So I'm not dead anymore. Yes. You have five hit points now. Elsie, um, Elsie, what do you want to do? Uh, can I slingshot one of them? Uh, Is it better to sword them? They're all kind of doing the same thing. damage. Okay, I'll just do the ones near me again with the short sword. Yeah. 
17. 17 gets him. 10. 10 is enough to take out two of them again. Yes. Nice. Um, you get for almost killing me, you fucker. Fuck you. You sort of, yeah, rise. <laughs> the avenging angel all of a sudden. How um, dare you? There's only one left on the ground. And, if you mess with Elsie, you will uh, get it coming. Uh, Mugwort, what's the do's? Um, I would like to give Elsie some emperory hit points. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my favourite emperor hit point. How long does it last for? One minute. Four. Cool. So I'll have so sort of nine. Yeah, note that next year. Actual hit points. Yeah. Um, uh, that's my bonus yes. action. So I would like to... One of my best. Still one kobold down here within melee reach. <laughs> I'm doing my best. All right, I'm going to try my tenderizer, which also has plus three. I'm going to be like, well, we tried it with the flat, and now we're going to get the bumpy one. Eight plus three. Eleven. Surely that would get one of them. Their armor class is 12. Jesus. Oh, he just dodges fuck. out of the way. He's like, ha, if nice. you'd used the fry pan, you would have had four inches more reaches. He sort of just dodges. Slimy little um, can I Can I Can I spit on him? Yes, absolutely. You can do that as a reaction. Fuck you. Gross. Love it. Sick. Uh, the one on the ground is going to swing on Mugwort. Nine is going to miss you, I think. Mm-hmm. Two shots at Mitochondria. 12 and 15. Both going to miss. Thank goodness. Two shots at Elsie. Oh. 19 and 16. They both hit me. Um, for 10. I kept oh, <laughs> You sort of, you arm fight, I got my second wind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Class traitor sort of rings out through the corridor as they shoot you full of arrows. Oh, they don't like me. I don't like um, it when people don't like me. It's not very They're nice. Cobalt, they don't count. <laughs> Well, still say mean things. It hurts my feelings. Mitochondria at the top of the order. I'm going to kill anything in sight at this point. Uh, so who's around me? One kobold's still left on the ground, and then like a pair of kobolds up in the ducts, like one on the, the side that Elsie came in and scouted on, and the other on the other side. So they're maybe like 20 feet apart, those two pairs, but you're in the middle of them. All right, um, I'm going to try and kill... Yeah, I'm going to try and kill the, the little critters in the sky that keep killing us. Cool. Um, there's sort of a trick where, yeah, your Warhammer is the better option for trying to kill two at once, but if you walk away from this one guy to get at the two in the roof, like, he's going to get a free little jab at you. He can jab me all he likes, um, little bastard. He misses. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Um, cool, you, yeah, walk up and Warhammer two in the roof. Um, like so, so I got a 14 to hit them. 14 on the die gives you more than enough, even Excellent. with their cover. All right, yeah, mongrels. So I've got the 1d4 to damage from the pie. Yes. Yep. Excellent. So that's 15. 15. You sort of just, yeah, they're sort of reaching out with their longbows. You sort of cleave through, crush both, all of their arms at once. Nice. (laughs) And they sort of fall down out of the roof in a crumbled heap. Uh, There are three left. Elsie is next. Don't I have to try to save myself or something? I've got no uh, point. Yes, make a death saving. Yeah, yeah, I, can't <laughs> pa- I can't pause and lay hands on you no. all the time. Let's okay. go. Straight D20, no modifiers. Uh, you need a 10 or higher to stay alive. 10. Love uh. it. Nice. Um, that's one success. You are closer to stabilization than to death. It's <laughs> always where you want to be, really. Right, yeah. I'm going to try and hit it again with my fry pan. I just want to, like, yeah. with a little bit of blood loss going on, I just want to I just want to get one. I just want to hit someone <laughs> just want to get this one. Once. Guys, get him. Get him. 14 plus 3. Yay! 17 hits. Good, I'm good. You got him good. good. Deal that damage uh, with your fry pan two-handed is a D8. I've never rolled damage. I don't know. Do it. <laughs> Finally. Three. 
um, four Ugh. with your strength modifier, right? Yes. Ugh, four. Um, gets him to one hit point. Yes. <laughs> ah, blah, fuck you. Try to kill my adopted dog. We could have had a beautiful city together. Is he um, dead or is he just he's, he's still alive on one yeah, hit point. Oh, he's got one. Can I, can I like step on his head like, at this point? Talk um, to this guy and be like, what were you actually going to do with the city? Were you going to build a robust public transportation system? Were you going to invest we in it? We were thinking about universal health care. That was definitely on the card. Ah, crap. <laughs> Free education, maybe. Are you, um, you going to have a vibrant and bustling arts, uh, arts oh, yeah, city? Man. We were going to completely deregulate busking. It was going to be great. Uh, Mugwort, I will say, since you went here last session, using a healing potion, which is normally an action in D&D, is a bonus action for us in this sort of three-person party just to make helping your allies out in combat a little bit easier. Oh, I got a health potion. I'm defo giving it to Elsie. Uh, cool. That's 2d4 plus two healthers Yay. to Elsie. Five. So I got five points now. Elsie pops back yes. up on five again. So we just got one guy on one. One, one guy point. and two left on the ground. Uh, they are going to, I think, beat a hasty retreat. I think so. And the guy um, who's on the ground, can we, like, question him? Certainly. I'll tell you what, uh, Elsie and Mugwort can both make opportunity attacks as this guy sort of tries to run away. Um, and you can, with your opportunity attack, either like knock him out or even grapple. Do that basically. Oh, prevent I want to like grab him at the back of a, like the nape of the neck. Yeah. Like, like Mugwort has cat. athletics as well. I um, want to stick my leg out so he trips, <laughs> on trips him. Mugwort, go ahead and make an athletics check against this guy. Um, I'll give you four? advantage oh. if you if Elsie wants to help you with this. I'll help you. <laughs> he only rolled a three. 14 Actually, plus 3. Um, I want to say he honestly rolled Seven. a 2, and kobolds have a minus 2 to strength, so even your 4 what actually gets this well, guy as he gets a 0. Second heaven, so I want to grab him. Um, yeah, Elsie, you sort of stick your leg out, Mugwort, you grab him by the neck. The other two some from the other vent kind of immediately scarper, and their little footsteps echo through the sewers. All right, so... Um, I want to run after the kobold. But... Mitochondria, can we get them later? You're pretty not very alive. I know, but I'm really conflicted. Yeah. At least you've got the cold ball. I'm going to come back and kill him later. Uh, go ahead and make a dexterity check as you try to squeeze through this tiny oh. vent. All right, that's six. Uh, cool. You are so stuck. <laughs> I'm you, really you conflicted. just sort of jump straight up this vent. <laughs> Get back here, you fuckers. <laughs> and then you sort of like your shoulders are through and you're like, oh, shit. And you just sort of like <laughs> up to your hips in this like three foot square vent. It's not fair. <laughs> I'm just a big girl. <laughs> Uh, all right, what do you want to do with this kobold? Uh, he sort of struggles vainly. Goes, so I want to kind of question him and be like, okay, so genuine question. Yeah. Why are you here? Um, it was an ambush. Uh, the lady was like, uh, 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 and we know our greatest foe, Elsie, was the, was the cast trader, and um, we figured you guys would probably go after Quitsy, so we got his bones and we uh, put a little map and, um, and... Waited until you got here, and then we were gonna like wait. You got my bones. You got you. the bones. Give me the bones. They're our bones. They're his own bones. Who the fuck are you anyway? Um, don't. Y- never mind. Uh, okay, I'm questioning. Did him. you think up that plan all by yourself? No. Well, I, it was a collective effort, all right. <laughs> right. Okay. So, what do you went by, lady? Do you mean a tall elder woman with a crescent shaped spot <laughs> scar who may or may not be called Gwyneth? There's a click from behind the iron door which you guys are still standing in front of it opens up and this elderly elven lady in a midnight blue robe kind of cocks her eyes at you says welcome to the party and that's where we'll end our session <laughs> Gwyneth. Gwyneth. 
Hello. Fucking walking in the last second like a goddamn Bond villain. Like, it's all part of my She's plan. She's there the whole time. She's got like, tickets on herself, this one. You did see me walk in. <laughs> yeah, but I get confused how the rooms are laid out. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Thank you all for listening. Thanks you all at the table for playing. Uh, once again, I'm Damien Ashcroft. Thank you. Elizabeth Savage here. It's Ashley. Carolina. Lovely. <laughs> As always, Surrealia Podcast on Instagram and Patreon. And just be good to each other, unlike us. Us. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll catch you next time. Bye. Actually, we're good to each other in the That's real life with pictures. Sweaty I'm going to come to some sort of realization that I cannot conquer all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I can't, like, I, I have to, stop? my love has to.